This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thanks for joining us for another Grassroots Marketing here on CannabisRadio.com and when I go to the website to my next guests, I look and see first thing he writes in here is never worry about hitting revenue goals again. He runs a cannabis marketing agency that help drives revenue growth for cannabis businesses, specifically in the areas of digital marketing and most importantly, SEO, search engine optimization. So joining me right now on the line is the co-founder of Latched, the Latched agency, Cameron Gallagher. Cameron, thanks for being on with us. Hey, thanks for, for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for making the good time. Now, so you help for cannabis businesses, especially in search engine optimization for cannabis, hemp, and CBD companies in Canada and the United States. All right. Well, just a background for myself. I mean, I got to work, you know, we we're still actively working for a radio network that is, you know, a companion to this network, Cannabis Radio, called WMR.FM. And, you know, for myself, I know that I've gotten an understanding of what SEO means and the understanding of, you know, when paid advertising doesn't really have the, there are not a lot of options for paid advertising in the first place because of all the constant regulations and limitations. I mean, we have X now, formerly Twitter, that might allow now more advertising in that realm. But billboards, you know, TV or radio ads, or just, you know, the kind of online ads you can put out there or even use social media are hindered. And there, you know, companies are at a bit of a handicap on that. So search and specifically the search engines are trying to go and get companies to be reached out and, you know, find their presence on. Talk to me about what you do right now in terms of helping those companies be better found and better located on say Google being Yahoo or what have you. For sure. Yeah. As you mentioned, the biggest challenge that a lot of you know, cannabis retailers, hemp, CBD, um, Delta 8, you know, they can't really leverage those advertising channels that are very common for, you know, e-commerce or local businesses, mainly the Facebook slash meta advertising network uh, and the Google ad network as well with Google ads and YouTube ads. So that leaves, in addition to that, actually, the organic side for social media is limited as well because, you know, most retailers, 
uh, or any cannabis business in general, you know, if they go and and pursue a full time, you know, organic social media strategy, they'll be faced with account takedowns and account bans. So you're really hindered from all angles, and the marketing piece becomes a real challenge. So we look to solve that through the one consistent method that really has worked for us through trial and error, research, et cetera, and that is SEO, search engine optimization. Really, the premise is we get business websites to the top of Google without advertising, and there's a whole process involved, and it really depends on you know where what your target market is, if you're able to do e-commerce, um, or if you just want to get more visibility for your local retail stores as well, or a combination of both, there's different strategies that we leverage um, to get you visible uh, at the well, top. Cameron, I want to just jump in real quick and just give a little bit of context for the audience. Assuming that we want to go and just make sure that coming into the space of SEO, obviously, you know, you have the understanding and I, from all the work I've done, you know, doing podcasting, running a lot of different programs that we've run, which they're still ongoing or some that we've had in existing SEO 101, SEO Rockstars. You know, we got to work with Bruce Clay, who was the person who best coined the term search engine optimization back in 1994. You know, Danny Sullivan, who is now one of the major uh, project managers at Google. A lot of people like that we've gotten to work with extensively. There's a lot of generation one, generation two, you know, SEO types coming into the space. But for those that are completely in the new of the of this by now, and by the way, this has been going on again, 1994. We're 30 years into this. <laughs> it's a comprehensive process. The end goal of increasing a website's page ranking or placement on search engine results, pages or SERPs. Mm-hmm. 200 ranking factors for companies like Google to determine the best or most relevant content to display for a specific search. Factors will include high quality, keyword optimized content, authoritative backlinks, web page speed, social signals, and mobile friendliness. Just some of them. And of course, there's the ways to do it in the proper channels to get through the algorithm, or there's other ways it might be called black hat, white hat or black hat. Those all come into play. But now for those companies that come in to help cannabis companies, there's always been the stigma that it's always black hat. So we'll come into the space and they'll find workarounds. You know, they'll, they'll find a way to do some kind of linking or some kind of, you know, just direction. And they might offer SEO services in some cases as part of another larger portfolio. So in your opinion, Cameron, for those that are searching for the right company that will give them the right tools and wherewithal so that the SERPs will be in their favor, what would be one or two things that would be qualifiers that you need to have a company have in order for them to know that you're going to get reliable SEO services? For sure. Great questions. So the first first thing is is you know a lot of the companies that we see that leverage black hat strategies have really struggled in the last couple of years, um, and the reason for that is there's been so many different algorithm updates that have occurred in the last couple of years. It's just one after another, right? And a lot there's a lot of stuff changing with AI content right now as well. Um, so a lot of people are trying to leverage AI content to do you know SEO at scale, right? But Really, at our agency, we break it down to the basics and we break break it down to what we know works consistently, right? Which is quality, handwritten content, making sure that our clients' websites are fully optimized from an on-page and technical perspective, and ultimately uh-huh. avoiding and ultimately avoiding that um, you know traditional kind of uh, black hat backlink building strategies. We really are focused on organic link building, uh, and really uh, one of the main things too nowadays is 
you know, PR, right? Really looking at how PR and digital yeah. PR can assist, um, you know, with a high level SEO strategy. And then oftentimes that means that it's not going to be as affordable, but the, the benefit is, is that, you know, you're going to, you're not going to see the, that volatility in your rankings. You don't want to go six, 12, 24 months down the line and see a huge decrease because, you know, these algorithm updates have, have, um, have been published, right? Now, but from a- on that one case, I want to make point of how many PR companies that are out there that provide SEO services themselves. And one of the things is that because of the price point, you know, there are a lot of cannabis companies that we work with right now that if we want to, you know, connect with them uh, when in whatever case, they have a PR firm that is representing them. And, you know, they're, they'll make whatever kind of revenue they make off of them, off of painter or media, things like that. But, or the SEO services, other things they could try to offer as part of the whole package. Now, the other thing I want to mention is just an SEO in general. The one thing I haven't really been so in depth and in, into the, into the weeds of what's going on, because I remember the days we were watching the changes of algorithm uh, changes all across the board. If it was in the Florida update from, you know, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, or the, you know, Panda, Penguin, whatever other algorithms you would have you, all those things going on at the same time. But then social media changed everything. And I think, when you see sites like TikTok or X or Instagram or Facebook meta in general, I do feel like social media is trying in each of those cases are trying to create their own search engine with video and audio and, and various other multimedia elements embedded in that. And I think that's something that has to be considered as well. Is that part of the strategy for SEO now? Do you feel like you're not just focused on Google and Bing? You have to be on the social media sites as well, finding a way to get you know, the products you're trying to go ahead and represent, trying to get them highly ranked or, or at least noticed. Absolutely. And it's funny you mentioned that <clears throat> there's actually a an enterprise SEO tool. Not everyone is familiar with this because, you know, it's not very affordable. Most people will look at Ahrefs or SEMrush for doing their, their SEO research. But there is a tool called Conductor, and they actually acquired Search Metrics, which was another enterprise SEO tool. The reason I bring this up is because on Conductor, they actually have a tool that actually looks at not only the search engine, um, you know, SERPs, but it actually looks at your social media mentions, and it kind of um, kind of encompasses your social media, um, you know, social media SEO, combining it with your traditional kind of SEO as well. So what I'm seeing in a shift is that's actually being taken into account a lot of the time um, for high level strategy um, for, you know, for smaller businesses, you know, they, they not as much, I think right now. Um, but as these tools progress, it's becoming easier and easier to look at the the full picture. But I completely agree with you that, you know, a lot of these um, social media platforms are starting to show trends of, you know, an SEO focused um, kind of um, just, SEO focused approach for sure. Yeah, it's interesting you making the names. I, I'm thinking of the names. I think okay, I could do a quick Google search, and I'm trying to remember Marcus Tober ran Search Metrics, and we're, we're working with him for a long time. And then there's Seth Mesburtnik that worked with Conductor and those areas. And one other company I always think about when it comes to research that always felt like was part of that same realm was Moz. Always felt like was always in that in that area as well. But now, like you said, there's all these enterprise SEO services that are out there. You know, again, good price. The prices are, are, are very expensive, but I mean, for what you're getting for it. This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For those companies, and I'll ask this question. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about how we used to have some larger companies that would go ahead and, you know, bring on, you know, a company that would go ahead and offer, you know, as a contractor and come on and go and help out with the services. But obviously SEOs are so highly priced even today. Mm-hmm. The thought of an in-house since SEO in-house for a cannabis company, do you think that it's worth the investment to go and go that route? Or do you still think it's something where, you know, what would be the better investment for them in terms of getting their SEO structure in place? That's a great question. So what we're seeing is, you know, some of these publicly traded companies, um, High Tide Inc., for example, um, they've made the investment in having an in-house SEO team. Um, I rem- if my memory serves me correctly, last time I looked, they had a global SEO head of SEO. Um, the reason why that makes sense for them is because their strategy has been to acquire and or build a portfolio of different e-commerce sites. And my, based on my research, they're, they're, they're smart because they actually use an SEO first approach in their research process for understanding which businesses they want to acquire and bring under their portfolio. And so for them, they actually were struggling with you know, the idea of, okay, is there an agency large enough even that we can work with that can tackle the entire scope of our portfolio, right? That is cannabis specific. So they, I believe, went for an in-house strategy to kind of, to to build their team. And that makes sense for them. Now for the, the average cannabis company, that's totally out of reach and not recommended at all, right? Although I may be jaded in the, in the sense that, you know, I'm an agency owner, you know, you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck if you work with an agency specifically that understands the cannabis industry, um, you know, because here's here's the kind of, you know, the team structure that we recommend, right? You're going to need a co- person writing content, right? And that person needs to be trained on SEO best practices as well and leveraging. There's lots of great tools now, fortunately, 
um, such as Surfer SEO and, and Copyscape that'll really streamline that SEO content writing process. But you'll need a content writer. You're going to need someone to do on-page and technical SEO. Oftentimes, that will mean a developer as well um, that works in tandem with an SEO specialist. So you can see how, and, and then on top of that, you'll also need an SEO manager driving the strategy and making sure everyone's uh, working in tandem, right? So as you can see, like the, the, the framework of an SEO team can quickly increase to the point where it's very expensive, right? Like if you've got all these people in-house salaried, you're looking like 60 to 100K a year per person, depending on, you know, their, their seniority and experience, things can get very expensive, Right. And so really the, the, the idea of working with an agency is it's kind of they're spreading their time out across their, their portfolio of clients, you know, to get the highest impact as possible for their clients. But they're kind of, it's like kind of um, time arbitrage in a sense, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I, I would say for smaller businesses, I think you asked the question before, you know, um, one thing that's, that's critical to note is based on our experience companies that are startups or just that are just launching it's not always the best idea to go to an agency and just expect them to deliver the world and back right we've noticed like sites that are fresh if they don't have you know 12 months of of history um being indexed you know they really struggle if they hire an agency right out of the gates oftentimes my suggestion for those people is to kind of learn this is why we're focused on on putting out new content and, and learning and, and resources for these kinds of businesses, startups, because oftentimes little changes can go a long way with, you know, local SEO, their Google, my business, um, you know, making sure that they're setting up their e-commerce correctly, because we're seeing a lot of companies use like Dutchy iframe, which is an easy to use and set up solution and affordable, but, you know, a solution such as uh, dispense, uh, for example, which is a custom e-commerce menu, probably wouldn't be that much more expensive. And they get a lot more value in terms of indexing all of their different products that they sell, et cetera. So there's little things like early on in the journey that can happen that don't necessarily require, you know, a big agency budget, right? That that I recommend to everyone. And then once you're about six to 12 months in, you're, you're getting indexed and and stuff like that, then it's time potentially to look at an agency and, and scaling things up. Um, that's my two cents and what I've seen in, in, in recent times. I don't know why it is, but I notice, and it's even especially more today, that a lot of the SEO companies are very much, you would think, well, search engines are all based basically in Silicon Valley in California, but so many, and I see yourself, in Victoria, Columbia, BC, uh, British Columbia, BC, Victoria Island, basically. Something about that, well, we always talk about Bend, Oregon, always, always a great place for a lot of SEOs there. But Victoria, BC, for whatever reason, I could probably name you about five or 10 names from that area alone for SEO that I've been working alongside with for years. I could give you, could give you Ross Dunn, Jim Hedger, Dave Davies, Richard Zwicky, among others. But it's something about Canada up there and one of the things I pointed out is because in Canada, you've had legalization in that market for six years now. It's coming out in the sixth year now for Canada. So on the track record of being able to go and do SEO for companies within, you know, or even larger MSOs within a larger market like, Can like Canada that already has had adult use legalization for a long time now. What can you tell me about the, when you use that as a barrier to entry the examples you can give in terms of what companies you work with up in Canada or have a Canadian presence 
and what you've been able to do for them to help them build their businesses. Yeah. So um, we're actually located in Vancouver, BC, um, just oh, okay. a stone, yes, a, a skipping stone away. But you're, it's funny you mentioned that Victoria, BC actually has some some big agencies. And it's very funny you mentioned that now that I think about it, it's very true. But yeah, regardless, like, you know, in Canada, you know, I have so many gripes with, with you know, how things are going in Canada right now. I would actually say that, um, there, you know, the way things are set up, even though there isn't federal legalization in the United States, I think there's, um, you know, just the U.S. in general and kind of the economy and with capitalism and, and the, the business mindset, I'm, it's actually easier for us in many ways to get the results we're looking for for businesses that are licensed in the United States. And also on top of that, any Delta 8 THC businesses that we're working with, we have a quite a repertoire in that realm. It's just open season for us. And, it, you know, ideally in an ideal world, I'd like to see kind of that openness of, you know, how we can can execute with Delta 8, but bringing that to the Delta 9 space in the United States and in the future with federal legalization. That's my hope and thought because that's really, you know, what I, it just makes so things so much easier in terms of ranking for SEO, doing marketing, et cetera. But on the topic of Canada specifically, you know, just the structure of how things were, are, you know, panned out, right. A lot of these retailers are all selling the same products because they have to go to, you know, the, the provincial, um, distribution board, liquor and distribution boards. Oftentimes those are coupled together. And that's created a, a situation where a lot of these black market websites have been able to flourish over the last, you know, since legalization and prior to that as well. And unfortunately, the Canadian government just ha hasn't been able to solve that problem um, very well because they're reluctant to change these very strict laws. Um, for example, you know, a lot of these unlicensed mail order companies in Canada are shipping nationwide, right? Versus, you know, in a province, if you're a licensed retailer, until recently in British Columbia, you couldn't even do mail order within the own, your own province, let alone, you know, still not being able to ship out of province, right? So there's just so much red tape, unfortunately, for retailers. They're just playing in an uneven playing field right now. That being said, I have seen um, some news, some news coming out, and just like word of mouth, that the black market in Canada has been uh, taking a bit of a hit, and so a lot of these, um, you know, things are changing for sure for the better. But yeah, it's just it's not easy for Canadian retailers, and their budgets, you know, aren't really there because they're not profitable enough based on you know what's going down right now. So, you know, I, again, I always kind of go back to the basics. Basics. Let's look at you know your local SEO. Let's look at like those entry level things that fit within the budget that'll go move the needle as much as possible. But yeah, it's just honestly like from what we've seen, even in though there's no federal legalization in the U.S., it's just the states that are legal. We've had a, an easier time being profitable for the, for clients, which is very interesting. Now I want to bring this point across. So 2024, as we we're starting of the year. We're looking right now in America at the possible descheduling of cannabis by uh, the DEA. And at that comes to play, the restrictions that were being hampered by the U.S. IRS code, Section 280E, will go away. That's what, about 10, maybe 15%, maybe a little bit more of tax revenue that can be written off, that is being taxed on, that can now be written off for companies. So the kind of money they're going to be able to make back now that they haven't been able to do previously 
or some companies might even go ahead and try to recoup some of their previous tax years and what they've had to go and spend to the government. That extra revenue, we always talk about, well, you know, with some of the companies I'll talk to, we've talked about, well, they should reinvest. I want you to go and take a minute to go and make the case for those. Once that 2025 money comes in and they realize, okay, we're not paying on taxes after this point for the DA. Once they go ahead and sign off because election year, you know, it's already been made the case. The HHS has already made the case for it. And it's a matter of, okay, when are they going to go and set it up? And then how soon to it be not applied to these companies? They're going to have this extra money to go and reinvest. What would you do? What would you say real quick to the audience here of cannabis businesses that are looking to do what, what they want to do with that reinvestment? Absolutely. And we've been keeping a very close eye on, on, um, on, on that specifically. And I think the ramp, you know, the outcomes are going to be incredible, not only for us, but for business, you know, cannabis businesses in general in the United States. You know, I think that even regardless, even with that legislation currently and how it stands and, and being taxed on, um, you know, on everything there, we're still seeing larger budgets in the United States, um, you know, for marketing for sure. But, you know, it's, it's huge for us because, you know, these people are going to be more willing, businesses are going to be more willing to spend on their marketing because they can write it off. Right. And so that reinvestment in SEO and, and other marketing channels is going to be huge. And I think like, you know, it's going to, it's going to open the door that in addition to that, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on, you know, right now with, you know, federal legalization not being present, right. A lot of these marketing channels like Facebook, as I mentioned before, Meta, Google, you know, we're keeping an eye to see like if if that conversation is going to open up on those channels. And if that happens, even prior to legalization, it'll be massive for the industry. And we are well, well positioned to, you know, enter into those different marketing channels and execute for our clients. I'll, although I do feel that, you know, those uh, additional marketing channels will, you know, it'll be on the back burner until legalization. At a baseline level, though, like I, I, do you see like the big thing is, is why are these companies going to invest all this money if they can't write off their marketing? Right. So I think that's right. going to be a massive opportunity for us and for businesses in general. And, and really excited to see that, uh, that change. So Cameron, let's go ahead and wrap things up real quick. Latchedagency.com, L-A-T-C-H-E-D agency.com. So if people are looking to go and reinvest and they see your portfolio services, SEO, content marketing, email marketing, web design, among others, why should companies be working with you, specifically cannabis companies? What is it that you feel like you can do to best serve their business? You know, it's a great question. As m a lot of cannabis marketing agencies, specifically within the SEO world, they're really focused on that local SEO aspect. I think we bring unique experience to the table looking at the e-commerce component, looking at how do we actually drive real revenue here, not just numbers on the screen, not just sessions, not traffic, not users. We're looking at in user intent, actually driving revenue for businesses through products, product categories. That's really our, our primary focus and what sets us apart. We also have a great list of case studies that we're happy to show you over an intro call. Um, so yeah, if you're interested, feel free to schedule an intro call right on our site. There's a nice big button at the top right-hand corner. And our team will walk you through that, kind of hear your situation and put some ideas forward to start to scale you up. Fantastic. I really appreciate you taking time to, to talk to us real quickly. Cameron Gallagher, co-founder of Latched Agency up in Vancouver, BC, uh, Canada. Thank you for making time to go and join us. And thanks for sharing some really great information on SEO, content marketing, digital marketing in general.
Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.